Hello listeners, you are about to listen to part 3 of the Marathon Session. If you haven't already, please go back and listen to parts 1 and 2. We hope you like what you have heard so far, and we hope you continue to enjoy this last segment. Please leave a rating and review, and if you'd like to reach out to us directly with your thoughts, comments, and any feedback, you can find our email addresses in the show notes. Thank you for listening. So the last thing is the border. You had a great tie in about how all these people coming over the border are testing positive out the wazoo for COVID. Well, I want to move us off of COVID a little bit. And I just want to talk about the numbers. So something slapped me in the face today. Uh, I believe it was Martha McCallum. I don't want to be wrong, so I'm not going to swear to it. But I heard a segment where they were discussing how there had been over a million crossings so far this year. So I'm going to say it again just for effect and clarification, but one Excuse me, it's actually more than 1 million border crossings so far in 2021 alone. In this year so far, it's only July 26th as we make this recording. So it got me thinking. She was talking about how the Biden administration will bust these people to wherever they choose. They'll just bust them to whatever city they want to go to. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, well, a million people. How big are our cities? You know, I just wanted to know for an example, if a million people came in, is there a city with a million people? Could I compare it to? Is there a city with a million people? And it turns out that there is, just from my quick research, San Jose, California has just a little more than a million people. They have about a million and 74,000. I didn't write down the number, but I'm not making that up. They do have a little more than a million. And I kind of am just picking a number, but I'm also not making it up. I think they have about a million and seventy four thousand people. <clears throat> I did look at numbers before going to air. I just don't have them all. You'll find as I read some of this that I do have some numbers, but not all of them. Okay. So in the more than a million category I did not take down the numbers because they're more than a million. <clears throat> but San Jose just makes the list of cities that have more than a million people. So just for funsies, I will tell you that I found a list of the 200 largest cities by population, and it's accurate as of our air date, as of 2021 this year. Could you guess, if I didn't give it away, I may have, But could you guess how many cities in America, this vast country of ours, 
Could you read guess how many cities have more than a million people living in them? Uh, I'll just say that you did tell me the number before, and I remember it. But uh, I would have probably had guessed slightly less, maybe five, six, seven-ish cities have more than a million. But you did tell me off air that it is eleven. What the number was? Yep. Yes, the number is eleven. So, and I wasn't surprised. Well, what's surprising to me, I sort of thought the opposite. There are a lot of big cities, you know, big in name, Mm -hmm. cities that you know well that have way less than a million people living inside. Like, in some cases, not all, you know, some obviously are more populated than others. But in some cases, they're well-known cities that have low populations. And I was shocked. I almost wanted to do a separate calculation. <clears throat> but I easily saw that this uh, this calculation wouldn't really be very much fun. Uh, and I think you'll see why when I go through the things that I cherry-picked here out of this data. But I almost wanted to do a separate calculation just out of this list of 200 how many cities with a million invaders, if you look at it that way, a million foreign invaders, how many cities could you conquer? And I didn't do that, but you could start at the bottom of the list, and I'm telling you, you could probably count about, what, seven or eight? You could get up higher than you'd think. You could probably take over about, Let's just say seven for fairness. I don't want to be dramatic or anything. So you could probably take about seven of the biggest cities out of 200 with a million people. And I know I made the point to you. I'd like to make the point to the viewers as I go over some of this. We're going to get a little bit more into the weeds, but... My whole thought here was if they're busing these people anywhere, maybe to a a theater near you. How much would it take for the area that you know, that you grew up in, that you call home, to be totally unrecognizable? So, we're only looking at the 200 largest cities by population as of 2021. But, uh, the first 1 through 11, they go for, could you guess the most populous city? I also told you this off air, but I also think it's very guessable. Anybody could, I think. Oh, yeah, of course. New York City. Yes, New York City is number one. The last that makes the list, I already gave it away, is San Jose, California. They have just above a million people. But then, number 12. Number 12 on the list. So it's number 12 out of the 200 biggest cities in America by population. Fort Worth, Texas has under a million people. And this this list, I don't have an exact number for Fort Worth, Texas. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's pretty close to a million, but it's not a million, okay? It's not a million. It doesn't make the list in that regards. 
So from number 12, Fort Worth, Texas, all the way down to number 200. Number 200 in biggest population is Waco, Texas. There's a lot of big cities that you might recognize that fall into that list. And Mm -hmm. for these particular cities that I cherry-picked, I have their populations. So I'm not going to read every population for everyone. But you, since I have a co-host and a friend and an amigo here, if there's a particular out of, I'm going to read 19 cities. If you want to hear the population of a particular city, ask me. Interrupt me and ask me. The people might want to know too. They might want to know about all of them, and we'll provide the link for where I got this data, the the whole list of 200 if you want to find it. But I'm going to go from lowest population to highest population, and I'm just going to point out some cities of interest. And if you want to know the particular population, you tell me, okay? Sure. Hollywood, Florida. Salem, Oregon. Providence, Rhode Island. Well, Knox. how many people? Okay, Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode Island. What's theirs? Only 180,629 people as of 2021. All right. I mean, there's so, a anyway. So, just to make my point, I want to make it clear before I just keep reading a list. Imagine if I told you there were a million border crossings, Reed. Right, at least. Yes, those are the ones we know of. Yep. Imagine if a million people moved to Providence, Rhode Island. Can you picture it? Yeah, it'd be a completely different place over, you know, overnight. I mean, it wouldn't work if a million people moved there overnight. But, right. yes! It would be a completely different place because they'd have to do so much to accommodate for the million people that they didn't have before. But imagine, Reed, as you and I discussed off air, imagine if it was only 10,000, 20,000, 100,000, 500,000. Imagine it was just a piece of this total. And I want you to imagine Mm -hmm. that with every city. We've only just gotten to Providence, Rhode Island. I have a few more. Next is Knoxville, Tennessee. Tacoma, Washington. Arlington, Virginia, just outside of our nation's capital. Mm. Arlington, just because of how close it is to the capital, I'll give this number. Arlington only has 233,000 people, 464. Imagine if they doubled it. Imagine if they sent 2,033, 464 people. Arlington would be the opposite or different. You know, it would not be Arlington. To keep going, Reno, Nevada. Toledo, Ohio. Holy Toledo. (laughs) St. Louis, Missouri. It has less than 300,000 people, St. Louis, Missouri. It's one of the Mm -hmm. biggest. They call it the gateway to the West. 
It's one of our biggest yep. national monuments is in St. Louis. Yep. So imagine if it was, city? they have less than 300,000 people. Imagine if that was taken overnight. Right. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It hits the list as having less than 300,000 people. Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Honolulu. Honolulu. Yeah, about that. The capital of Hawaii only has 341,000 people. Anaheim, California has less than 350,000. Imagine if a million people showed up there. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, Ohio. New Orleans, Louisiana. You and I talked about this off air. I mean, imagine, just imagine, as I've just said over and over, a million people moved to, to New Orleans. Imagine if you wanted to go there and have Mardi Gras, and it's a totally different culture, totally different people. There's no Mardi Gras anymore. Could you imagine? Yeah. It's that easy. You have a million people move there, and there's sure. no Mardi Gras. There's only a few more on the list. Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas. And Baltimore. Where that Elijah Cummings was from. Yep. Baltimore. I'm sorry, I misplaced my notes really quickly. But Baltimore only has 575 thousand so if a million people went there the town and city and state that elijah cummings knew and loved would not be the same state that he just passed from is that really what these right. liberals want is that what elijah cummings would want is to not even know his own neighborhood in five years it seems like it and uh, I think uh, you know, what you're saying is definitely a very good point. But it makes me think about even a small place. Like the largest city back home in West Virginia, according to Wikipedia, is actually now Huntington. I would have assumed it was Charleston, the capital. But nope. Uh, it lost to Huntington by like 2,000 people as of 2019. And even, and it was like uh, 45,000 some odd people in Huntington. And even if you bring in an extra 5,000 migrants, I mean, a place like Huntington, West Virginia, doesn't have the, the means and the capacity to support all that. Well, that's fascinating to me, and I'm glad you brought it up because it brings me around to a different question. Remember, I put you this to you off air, and I almost forgot about it. But I was asking you, you know, I've looked at this a couple of different ways. I was chewing over these numbers, more than a million people. 
How would that correlate? Could I get a city for an example? What kind of a city would that look like if a million people, if, you know, in a certain sense, if a whole new city just popped onto the map, um, mm-hmm. what would that look like? And I asked you, Reed, do you remember? I, I'm sure you'll give me the same honest answer you did before, and you won't change it because I've already put it to you. But, you know, if you were the person in charge, and we don't have to say names. We don't have to say Biden or or Border Czar Harris. Uh, we don't have to bring up these people that obviously aren't doing their jobs. But if it was your job, I mean, where would you send these people? I mean, even if you were doing it for good reasons or for bad reasons, um, how would you do it? I mean... Would you send these people just, you know, all to one city at a time until it hit, you know, critical mass and then find a different city and keep filling cities until they hit critical mass? Or would you just send them three people to every city on the map, you know, or disperse them as evenly as you could? Or how how would you go about it? Well, I... I told you that um, if I was going to be, if I was in charge, I'd try to make it, I would disperse them in the least noticeable fashion. And I'd probably do like a couple in small towns and then, you know, maybe a few hundred in larger cities. So where it might seem like they blend in a little bit more. But I guess that's how I'd pretty much do it. Well, I just wonder about the question of critical mass. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know that I'd used that phrase before when we spoke, but um, it obviously has occurred to me now. I've used it a couple times. But at what point does a city hit critical mass and you move on to the next one? I mean, is that the strategy that you just fill them up, sort of like you're playing a game of Mancala? You know, you fill up all the little divots uh, with marbles or <clears throat> it, 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 could there be a more nefarious purpose because I could potentially see one sure do you think that the people in power are just playing a nice game of let's keep you safe well I would say obviously no because if they really wanted to keep them safe they'd be doing a better job of making sure they're not risking their lives going through the travel to get here. An excellent point. Yeah. So no, I I mean, even after that fact, no, I still don't think they're doing it just to, you know, oh, it's humanitarian. We got to take care of them. Yes. I don't find it very humanitarian either. And, you know, I don't think it's just because we're conservatives. And, you know, I chewed on this all day. Uh, You and I actually even discussed some of this data. We went over what we might talk about in a segment. And uh, this particular point didn't occur to me until we had already started talking. But I think I would be the same as you if I were going to sneak them in. I'm a conservative. If I were going to sneak people in, I'd probably send them as low-key as possible. I wouldn't want to be noticed, you know? I'd be sending people Mm -hmm. out to the middle of nowhere. Three people here, three people there. 
no more than a hundred people in a particular city, you know, and I try to stick to that rule as po- as much as possible. So there's enough cities you can send a hundred people. You you could probably never get noticed. But then I started thinking, if I were really a bad guy, and I'm sneaking these people in, and I want to. It's not a crisis to me. I want them here. Where would I... How how would this work? And it hit me. You know, the Democrats talk about how bad gerrymandering is and how the Republicans won a bunch of local jurisdictions and they get to draw the maps. And I'm thinking, well, if they're talking about it, it's obviously on their mind. And if gerrymandering is a big political issue, a big complicated political issue, couldn't I just look at a local electorate map and move people into where it would be more comfortable to my political party? Yeah. Couldn't I move 10,000 people in here where there needs to be 10,000 people and move... 12,000 people over there where there needs to be another 12,000 people. Yep. Instead of drawing the map, just fill in the map. Fill in the map. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like coloring. Fill like it a in kid with coloring in a, a book in a, in a page, you know? Yeah. It's sick. And it's been going on for a long time. They used to talk about it when we were kids, you know? Um,. Clinton started NAFTA. And uh-huh. I think NAFTA had the same effect, didn't it? It just brought in cheap labor, fill in the gaps. You don't have to pay Americans what Americans want to be paid if there's a Mexican sneaking over the border who just wants American currency and he doesn't care how he gets it. You don't have to have any OSHA requirements when you're paying an illegal. I think we've talked about it in this segment already, but I think that's why we're going to automation. It might have been the last segment when we talked about jobs, but I think that's why we're going to automation is because the American worker wants, 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 and the Liberal Party has set them up for that. They want $15 minimum. They want this. They want voting rights. They want collective bargaining rights. They want holidays. They want yada, yada. The list is longer than what they're willing to work for. They don't want to work, and there are machines that will do their jobs for them. It's only going to be tomorrow. See, we only have a difference of when it's going to hit you and I. But we both know that the machine revolution is going to be effective. Look at the labor market. Yep. I really think this goes back to a different topic, and we can wrap up any moment, but I really think that they're just setting the stage they're gonna say we offered you a million dollars to start a job and you didn't want one so now we have no sympathy i think this is just the opening scenes for the next play very well could be Alrighty, well we thank each and every one of our listeners for tuning in we hope you'll do so again reed and i have certainly appreciated your support thus far in our endeavors and uh, we hope that if you're 
eking to talk to us, you'll write me, Frank, at contempconserve at gmail.com. And if you want to speak to Reed, I'll pass the microphone to him. <laughs> My email address is contempconserve2 at gmail.com. C-O-N-T-E-M-P-C-O-N-S-E-R-V. The number two at gmail.com. It will also be in the show notes. And once again, we thank you all for listening. We hope you tune in next time, and please leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts.